Welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. I'd like to invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Lord, thank you so much for your love. What an amazing kind of love that you have shown to us. A love that we could not get from elsewhere and a love that is what we really need. I pray, God, that this morning you would speak to us and we would find out how much your love for us is. And despite of the things that are happening in our lives, we would see through those and see your love, your unfailing love for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Like I said before, we're going to read from Isaiah 53 today. And I hope and I pray that the Lord will speak to you from this chapter. Isaiah 53 verse 1. Who has believed what he has heard from us? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a young plant, and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him, and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, we have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter and like a sheep that before its shearers is silent. So he opened not his mouth. I have a question before we move on. Have you ever had your expectations completely blown out of the water? I mean, having a reasonable estimation of what's going to happen and then having that estimation exceeded completely by what happened in reality? Well, the prophet Isaiah was expressing just that in the scripture we just read. In verse 1, he said, Who has believed what he has heard from us? In the NET, it says, Who would have believed what we just heard? Continuing, he said, And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? I like it in the message. It says there, Who would have thought God's saving power would look like this. It seems that Isaiah, while prophesying God's rescue plan for Israel, was dumbfounded with how God revealed he would do it. I can imagine Isaiah saying, I knew it would be extraordinary, but I never expected it to be this extraordinary. In the previous verse, in 52 verse 15, it says in the NET, Kings will be shocked by his exaltation. In the NLT, it says there, Kings will stand speechless in his presence. 
continuing the verse, but this time in the message, it says there, For what was unheard of, they'll see with their own eyes. What was unthinkable, they'll have right before them. What was this unheard of and unthinkable thing about the coming Savior King that Isaiah kept saying will shock those who will see it fulfilled? Well, as we read on, we will discover that the unthinkable thing here was what the coming Savior King will do in order to give the salvation that he came to bring. Before I read this, let me ask you something. Has God's ways ever surprised or shocked you? Were there times in your life when you can't believe the things that God allowed to happen? If your answer is yes, then you are in good company. Isaiah prophesied that when the promise of the coming Messiah gets fulfilled, they won't understand his method of saving the world either. Verse 3 says there, He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and as one from men, from whom men hide their faces. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Look at those words. Despised, rejected, man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. These words doesn't sound like describing a man coming to the rescue. It's more like describing a man who needs rescuing himself. And maybe that is why the people of Israel, including Isaiah, found this prophecy shocking. You see, they live in a world, and I, th- I think we still, de- we still do today, where heroes win by being smarter, stronger, and more powerful than the enemy. Words like despised, rejected, sorrowful, and acquainted with grief would be the exact opposite of that concept. But God is up to something. And when it happens, Isaiah prophesied that the world wouldn't be able to see what's really happening, which is him, in verse 4, having borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. In the message, it says there, it was our pains he carried our disfigurements, all the things wrong with us. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. Isaiah was saying when it happens, the world will witness the Savior King's suffering and will actually think that he brought it on himself. That's what the message says. That God was punishing him for his own failures. You see, that was the normal understanding of God's justice during their time. But the truth is, he will suffer not for his own failures, but for ours. In verse 5, it says there, But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was cursed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his wounds, we are healed. Isaiah said that the Christ will suffer, and even though it was shocking, actually, it completely made sense. His punishment was necessary because his punishments and wounds were the only way for him to grant us our peace and healing. Jesus knew that. That is why when in verse 7 it says there he was oppressed, and he was afflicted, 
yet he opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter and like a sheep that before its shearers is silent and so he opened not his mouth Jesus had to do what he did for us and true enough after approximately 700 years Jesus actually came and everything Isaiah said he would say or do to save his people came to pass and when it did it shocked the people it was not just how things work in the world that's why it was so shocking to them despite it being described beforehand in numerous prophecies recorded in the Old Testament for the generations to be made aware it still shocked the people when it happened it shocked them but it made sense at the same time Christ had to do what he had to do to save us he was the only one who can do it it was the only way to do it and until today God's ways continue to blow our minds doesn't it God's timing continue to make us wonder but one thing we know for sure what he does for us he does out of his unfailing love what he allows to happen he is in control of we may not always understand his ways we may not always get his timing we may not always comprehend what he's doing but what we do know today we can always trust in who he is and look back to what he has already done for us again verse 5 but he was pierced for our transgressions he was crushed for our iniquities and upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace and with his wounds we are healed I can't explain whatever is happening to you today I don't know why God allowed what happened to happen but I do know this we can trust in the unfailing love of the one who died on the cross in order to save us and as we worship God again let that be our unfailing reminder let his unfailing love be our unfailing reminder when we go through unexplainable and unexpected situations in life let's worship god Sabiaya ng pag-ibig mong k-
Lord, thank you so much for your beautiful love. Tunay nga po, Lord, na napakaganda ng iyong pag-ibig para sa amin. And Lord, I pray that for those who are worshiping with us today, especially for those who are going through tough times, those who could not explain uh, why what's happening is happening, I pray that when we are unable to comprehend, when we are unable to explain, we would be able to still be trusting in your nature, to still trust in what you have already done on the cross. Thank you for your unfailing love. And Lord, I pray for grace for everyone who needs it the most, especially today. In Jesus' name, amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn His face toward you and give you peace. Amen. You've been listening to the Victory Devotional Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We hope that this will help you build a habit of hearing from God every day. If you'd like more messages like these, you can follow us on Spotify or on our Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to watch these messages, you can watch them every weekday morning on our Victory PH Facebook page.